Hey everybody, welcome to the Sports 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 Podcast. I'm Joel Anderson. I'm Jordan Palmaville. And joining us as always is the Sports Outsider, Phil Rante. Hey, what's going on, guys? Yeah. Hey, bring it up here. Bring it up here. Hey, what's going Meet on, me guys? up here. Hey, I am up here. Let's harmonize. I, whenever I was going up to the fifth, you kept raising. I know. I didn't know what to do. I don't, uh, I don't remember. I mean, if you guys remember that movie about the, uh, the whistleblower who, who busted open the cancer scandal with the tobacco companies... Uh, with Matt Damon in it, uh, the, the insider, insider. That's oh, the with Russell Crowe. Oh yeah, Russell Crowe is in it too. Yeah, yeah. Russell. Pretty good movie actually, but yeah. not about you because you are the outsider, sports outsider, Phil yeah. Ranta. Yeah, uh, or uh, we're like more like the inside man, right? Men, we're, men. inside yeah. man, yeah. men. Yes, Man-nen. that's the plural. But of man. we stole all the Nazi gold back. Yeah, Woo! national treasure. It's a sports comedy podcast. Oh, by the way, that would be a great pitch for Germany. Sure. Germany's national treasure. Yeah, that would be really rough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sports comedy podcast. Uh, Phil's sports outsider. Joel and I are sports insiders. Yep. All comedians living in Los Angeles. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just trying to make it through this crazy life. Yeah, you know? man. Yeah. Housing. Really tough. Oh, yep. man. Can you believe taxes? Oh, my goodness. Ugh. Again, taxes is a way not as big an issue for me as housing. <laughs> well, I would right. gladly pay more taxes if it meant I paid less rent. Yeah. Which actually makes some sense. You're going to so. want to hear my tax-to-own policy. <laughs> right. I don't know what that means. Anyway... Today on the show, this is huge news in baseball. I'm mm-hmm. going to cover some of this in news, news, news. Yeah. But they busted open the Astros sign sealing scandal. Ooh. Yeah. Sign sealed delivered. I'm yours. And this, they, is, uh, this is what in news they would call a developing story. This is a developing story. We're recording this on Tuesday. Right. But by the time you guys are listening to this podcast, the axe may have fallen on several more people. Right. I think Carlos Beltran, who is our guest, is yeah. probably safe. But, because he was a player, yeah. uh, now he's going to be the manager of the Mets. Ooh. Which, of course. But uh, yeah. he was instrumental in setting this up. And I guess we're going to have him on to maybe just People sort of... People saying he was instrumental in saying, setting this up. He's here to clear the air. Yeah. Well, yeah. Met all of the testimony given <laughs> suggests that he was one of the, like, the few people who set this yeah. up. He was an inside man. He was an inside but man. Like, we haven't no heard, Nazi gold. We right. haven't heard from Carlos Beltran yet. That's what you're going to get today in this podcast is a chance for him to address all of these allegations but you know in the meantime yeah the general manager and the manager of Houston fired gone a mere it, 2 years after winning the world 3 years after winning the world series eh, two seasons two. yeah, yeah two well they should have cheated a little more maybe they would have won some more world series uh, Phil, we got a wide world of weird sport. Goddamn right we do. And news, news, news. But first, college football championship recap. College football championship recap. Brought to you by... Lids, don't call them caps. <laughs> LSU Tigers beat Clemson Tigers for national Tiger championship. Hey, go Tigers! Yeah. Subheadline, Clemson AD vows to lift self-imposed salary cap next season. Oh, mm. yeah, the Tigers must be really disappointed. Call them Lids, not, not like caps. the Tigers. They're pretty amped right now. Yeah, <laughs> Joe Burrow led LSU to a 42-25 victory over the pride of the ACC, Clemson. Burrow threw for five <laughs> touchdown pride passes. Pride of the ACC. Never been a particularly hard title to have. <laughs> 
was Florida State pretty consistently for a long time. And then you had Miami for a little bit. Oh, that's when they right. Joined okay. The All right. Uh, Burrow threw for five touchdown passes, ran for another, and ended in LSU national championship drought that dated back to the George W. Uh, w. Wow, have you guys ever said W out loud? W. <laughs> yeah. The Georgia There's W. There's a whole Bush. song wrapped around the letter W. Oh. It's the yeah. only letter that describes its own shape. Yeah. V is a V shape. But don't we call it a V shape because of the shape of a V? Whoa, man. First <laughs> W, now this. Whoa. Uh, anyway, LSU had a championship drought that dated back to the George W. Bush administration, which is a joke about the relative short length of time between championships for them but also feels like eons ago. Yeah. LSU snapped... Boy, does it remember when we were really upset about how incompetent he was? Yeah, that was a thing. And now in retrospect, he was like quaintly incompetent. (laughs) Uh, Oh, he only got us into a really stupid war. Yeah, that's pretty big only. LSU snapped Clemson's 29-game winning streak, a streak that included going 16-0 in the ACC and winning two ACC championship games over Pitt and Virginia. Oh, wow. How did they ever manage that? Said Coach uh, Dabo Sweeney of the Clemson Tigers, it's been a long time since I've stood in front of the team after a loss. But, retorted LSU Tigers coach Ed Orgeron, Hey, we're going to eat them down, down, but get them down, Wow, I can't believe he said that. <laughs> right. And so how is LSU celebrating? Because they, they won. Well, it started out, Odell Beckham Jr., an LSU alum who's desperately trying to check his eligibility, went <laughs> on the field and was hugging players and very obviously counted out $100 pills and palmed them to players as he was hugging them. Yikes. Probably just the guys who were graduating, though, right? Later, the LSU athletic department was asked about it, and they said, uh, the money was fake. Liar. And, and the NCAA, in response, said, well... All right. (laughs) If we investigated everything, we'd find way too much of this. Uh, In the locker room after the game, several players lit up cigars. Oh. And you might think that's fine, because after all, New Orleans is a beautiful city, but the downtown oscillates between smelling like hot pee and hot garbage, Mm. depending on the season. Takes I'm, more I'm energy sure if you to pop heat into the... the right restaurant. A spicy gumbo. Oh yeah, that's true. I'm yeah. talking about the outside. It's got yeah. spicy gumbo pee. Uh, however, uh, if it's a New Orleans cop on Superdome duty, there is no off season. After a long 15 minutes in which the cigars were first lit, an officer told them to put it out, and then anyone smoking a cigar in the locker room would be subject to arrest. What? I mean, they are college kids. They're 18. Well, no, they're I, not drinking. I know. Yeah, I'm not I'm not saying like it's illegal, but I am just saying like public university tobacco use. It's not that. It's there's a no smoking indoors policy. Oh, there's that too. Yeah, most yeah. states have those. Most universities really? have those. Not when I was 18. People were smoking everywhere. Well, yeah, that was 18 in Michigan. Uh, yeah. But when you were 22 in California, uh, my Mitch's shirt I think still smells like cigarettes. I believe it. That place was right? thick. With smoke. The so, bar we worked at in college had maybe a seven-foot ceiling and no ventilation. And lots of people were smoking seals. Everyone oh. smoked. Several players holding stogies laughed at the warning like it was a joke, but the cop wasn't smiling. Another officer tried to intervene and told the players, hey, it's okay to celebrate with the smoke in the locker room. But then the original cop said, no, my commander told me not to allow it. 
Oh, shit. The commander? This is what Cobra Commander's worried about these days? I, I don't think this man understands what it is to be like a state police officer in Louisiana. Like, well, I think, well, I don't know. Corruption it, runs rampant and football players get to do whatever they want. Yeah. This, well, it's, first of all, New Orleans, not not state police. Oh, excuse That's, me. Yeah. Oh, so he's a New Orleans cop. Yeah, because he was right. on the Superdome duty right there. Yeah. Oh, I gotcha. Well, then he should really be out investigating murders because. Oh, yeah. They have like the second highest per capita murder rate. It's like the only thing you can smoke inside is shrimp skewers. College football championship recap. College football championship recap brought to you by... Lids, don't call them caps. News, news, news on the Smart, Smart, Smarts podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. The grass is green. The glove is cool. Having a dog at the game. Totally baseball. Major rebrand. Baseball's cool now. Totally baseball. Brought to you by Mountain Dew Extra Caffeine. It's got a little bit more caffeine now. I don't suppose there's any chance that we've lined up any sponsors for only baseball to come back. Not over the drop. The end of that drop uh, sounded a little bit like uh, zombies, yeah, like in yeah. Walking Dead or Zombieland Two. We are double charging tap. them extra, right? Like it's by second. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. no, they're like they're, they're time sensitive. All right. Well, I guess. Yeah. But they didn't have a hundred percent share of voice because you talked over it. So yeah. Sorry, sorry money I stepped back. on that one. Uh, but only baseball. But can, only baseball's yeah. gone, man. I don't. I don't know. I really feel like. Socks pulled out. They didn't want to sponsor it anymore. It, it, they weren't a sponsor. They were they were a presenting sponsor because it wasn't brought to you by anything. It was presented by Socks. Yes. Yeah. Um, Astros file manager and GM amid sign stealing scandal. <gasps> Sub headline: Like a child from a broken home, MLB kind of excited to have a scandal. Any attention is better than no attention. <laughs> yeah, that's true. So there's a lot of people in in my neighborhood that would steal the slow children playing signs. Oh, uh, sorry. Slow, as in drive slow. Yeah. Children playing yeah. signs. You you weigh you ran those together. Yeah, they you see what the you got. Slow children playing signs. See, you did There's it again. No there. punctuation on the sign. Right, I but I think you're you're unintentionally going into another area as written. Slow if children. They, if you got a problem playing. with that, talk to the sign people. Reach for comment. Pete Rose said, "I bet on baseball, but I never stole signs." Then clarified. Okay, I, I stole signs. Yeah. yeah. I do not for one second <laughs> believe that Pete Rose did not steal signs. A uh, quick recap of the Astros sign stealing. In 2017, they installed a center field camera and with a feed, the replay room near the dugout. They used this camera to decode signals and then relay to the batters in real time that an off-speed pitch was coming by banging on a trash can. Then they won the World Series. <laughs> okay. I love how high-tech that solution was until the last step. Right, yeah. <laughs> right. Like, we have a digital, we're going to go through it. We got an algorithm that breaks down each sign sequence so we can totally nail it. We send it via Apple Watch to the dugout, and then someone hits a trash can. Right. Well, this they were was... all huge fans of the Broadway hit Stomp. Yeah. <laughs> they had initially tried uh, clapping and whistling, but then the trash can was deemed most effective. Mm. Yeah, because there's a lot of clapping and whistling going on in the fan. Right, I think that was part of it, yeah. Uh, once MLB, oh, and they they probably had to throw out those legendary Astros fans who would sit behind the dugout and bang on trash cans all game. Yeah, no. that was such a fun tradition. It too. was. No. It's a bummer that that had to go. Uh, once MLB announced an investigation into the Astros, many believed baseball's response was going to be something along the lines of, "Hey." <laughs> 
But unlike much of his fan base, oh, this is my most Joel joke of the the piece. Uh oh. Unlike much of its fan base, MLB's punishment had teeth. <laughs> Whoa! Because they're old. Yeah. Very old. Uh, Astros general manager Jeff Lunell and Astros manager AJ Hinch were both suspended for a year. MLB took away the Astros' first and second round picks in 2020 and 2021, and the organization was fined $5 million, the largest disciplinary fine on record. Oh, wow. $5 million. To compensate for this, Astros owner Jim Crane announced that he has no choice but to increase hot dog prices by (laughs) $8,000. I'd still buy one. (laughs) I'm so hungry at baseball games. It takes so long to park. I think back in like, how many $60 meals have I had in my life? And it's like, oh, we went to that really great like Italian place. And then it's also like, oh, and there was that time I was really hungry and I got three hot dogs at a baseball game. Yeah. Yeah. Right after I found out that uh, Lindsay was Lucy or was pregnant with Lucy, uh, we went to a Smashing Pumpkins concert the next night and I was stress eating and I spent like 120 bucks on food because I got like a <laughs> cheeseburger and then I got the chicken tenders then I get a pretzel and I just kept doing it because I was so stressed out. Work back though. I'm sorry. What what concert did you say you were at? The Smashing Pumpkins concert. Oh, sorry. I thought you said Smash Mouth for a second. I was like... Oh, I would have preferred Smash Mouth. <laughs> what? Smash, no. What? Smashing Pumpkins, they, they're good, but it made me realize how few singles I know of theirs. And it was like an hour and a half concert with like an hour and 15 minutes of songs I'd never heard of. Despite all his rage, he's still just a rat in a cage. It was that, Tonight, Tonight, 1979. I recognize no other songs. What about Disarm? I don't know what Disarm Okay, anyway. I think you made that up. Okay, no, actually, that's one of my favorites. As far as Lunau and Hinch's punishment of being suspended, it was made quickly obsolete by the Astros firing both of them. And I was actually kidding about the hot dog thing because uh, of the unpaid suspension. Uh, they're going to get more than $5 million in savings by not paying these guys their salary. You can deduct it from their taxes. Uh, however... Except Lunau, by the way, you know what his family did back in England? What did they do back in well, they England? They mostly so. had diarrhea, so they they always had to go to the like the bathroom right away. <laughs> oh, oh. Oof. Oof. Every, every time I see his name in writing, I think of, what is it, like Lucknow? What, it's, it's, it's L-U-H-N-O-W. I think of Lunau. Okay, yeah. It sounds like a dumb guy named to me. But when you say Lunau, it sounds like, oh, that sounds like a smart guy. My name is Ox Lunau. But it's a city, right? Lucknow, it's in India, Iran, somewhere in Asia. However, they will still be suspended this season. And this punishment of them actually reads like uh, 10-year-olds playing Game of Thrones. Mm -hmm. Hinch must not be present in any major league, minor league, or spring (laughs) training facilities ending on the day following the completion of the 2020 World Series. Here, here! Uh, yeah, so his band goes through, and that's actually how it reads. It's the day after the completion of the 2020 World Series, uh, you know, the Dodgers can hire both of them. Oh, there we go. <laughs> so that'll be exciting. Uh, this is the first time since 1947 that a manager has been suspended for a year. Leo DeRocher was that manager, and he was suspended uh, for a year because uh, the commissioner... Basically, under prodding from the Yankees manager, who hated DeRocher, uh, discovered that DeRocher and actor George Raft ran a rigged craps game that took an active player for a lot of money. A rigged craps, <laughs> like weighted dice? I don't know. Oh, that's such an old school I know. Skit, like flim flam. I know. That, by the way, 
Arguably, it's much worse to seal signs all season. Uh, I don't know. Take it anyway. Uh, as how, how, how much money was bet on the World Series that was effectively no, rigged fair. by, by the but sign how much stealing? of an advantage do you get from sign stealing? It's not... Yeah. Like, weighted dice is a huge yeah, advantage. Yeah, no, actually, I would argue the weighted it's, dice... It's because, not quite weighted dice level. You are correct. Yeah. Um, but anyway... Uh, now, as for uh, Jeff Lunau and A.J. Hinch, the timing couldn't be worse since the sports cable bubble burst. Oh. Normally, these guys would be picked up by Baseball Tonight to do spots, but ESPN yeah. don't spend like that no more. Mm-mm. Baseball Tonight's become baseball once in a while. Couldn't, uh. couldn't they be the new team that calls Astros games on, on Fox Sports <laughs> that's probably, for a year? That's probably the best thing because the only channel that devotes any amount of coverage to the MLB is the MLB network. Yeah. And they're not going to hire these guys. What and about that? I hear they're, they're experimenting the with other types of programming. So yeah. <laughs> try to capture a younger audience. <laughs> Sorry, Phil. What's your WGN show? is home of the Cubs. Yeah, not, less so now. Is it still? Oh, yeah. They, they know, growing they, up it was. They oh, yeah. broadcast some Cubs games and some White Sox. Yeah, games. growing up, there was a lot of people in Michigan who were either Braves or Cubs fans because those are the only games you could watch on TV. Because WGN, home of the Cubs. I didn't. I've never in. I maybe out in the sticks. No, never. That was always my when when you'd see a game against the Braves. My my was always I'd be like, oh, you guys must have TBS, oh. the Super Station. See, I, well, I would watch Braves games because they were on. But like, it, I was gonna say, if you had TBS, you could just as easily have Pass Sports, hmm. which broadcast all the Tigers. Games. Maybe I was just unfamiliar <laughs> with what cable stations we had, ah. which is entirely possible because I was not allowed to watch almost all of them. Too much Tevis Smiley. Losers in back-to-back World Series against opponents who were likely stealing signs, the Dodgers emerge as the most aggrieved party in all of this. But mostly their ownership group in front, and mostly, but mostly because uh, their ownership group and front offices are filled with uh, masters of the universe types who probably use technology to just cheat and still couldn't win a title. (laughs) That's super embarrassing for them. What's that line from The Sting? Where he's like. Why don't you call him out? He's like, for what? Cheating better than I am? I thought the line from the sting was, ow. Joining us on the podcast, we have, uh, you know, former Kansas City Royal, uh, former New York Met, but I think most importantly right now, former Houston Astro, Carlos Beltran. That's a long introduction. Thanks for having me. And current yeah. manager. For yeah, the current, current manager, and, and yes, thank apparently you. hired as the manager of the Mets. Yeah, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Look, I'm just here to clear the air, okay? Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. as much as we'd like to talk to you about how the Mets season is looking going in, especially some some Tim Tebow chatter. No, we don't uh, need to talk I about think, that. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're here to obviously Tebow, but... big scandal, and we just wanted to hear, you know, we were thinking what uh, what is like your thoughts on everything that's happening. Right, yeah, look, I I just want to make it very clear. I don't I don't steal. I don't I don't like uh, I don't focus in on signs and then steal things. Uh, it's not really my way. I don't. Uh, I play by the book. Uh, everything. I'm living the moment. I don't. Uh, I don't think too far ahead. Okay. It's almost. So almost. Yeah. It's almost like I. Uh, I uh, am completely uh, just kind of going with the flow. Oh, that's really that's interesting. exactly what I was I about to just yeah. say that you were going to go absolutely with the flow. With the flow. Now, now you- wait a second, because <laughs> one thing that I think that you'd probably ask me. Is uh is but I but I'm embroiled in the scandal. There's right. a lot of press. There's a lot There's of a testimony. Lot of testimony going on. Other players, other players specifically look, other named specifically you. Specifically naming. <laughs> look, I don't. But that's not my way, right? I I would never take something that isn't mine. 
I uh, I play it honest. I love the game. Okay, well that's interesting. That's interesting cause... though because <laughs> there's look, it's really interesting because the, everybody named me and they're my teammates. So why would they name me? And it's like yeah, that's exactly, you know, that's exactly what that, I would yeah. say. Yeah, <laughs> and you know it's. Uh, it's a little strange, but you know when you're caught in a corner every once in a while, you know you got to find your way out. And yeah, sure, okay. I mean, it's 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 really it, it, <laughs> fishy. It's but I don't steal. I everybody I play by the book. I understand. It, look, baseball is about give and take, right? And it's important to have that give and take when uh, when the pitcher throws the catcher. You're the batter. You don't have, you, you don't want to worry about Carlos. It. Yes. One question. One question, real quick. All right, you're wondering what's the fallout going to be. What do I think my punishment's going to be? What you were look, the ask punishment. Him? Yeah, actually. Yeah. The, oh. I, look, I think that uh, they're going to realize that I'm not a thief. I don't steal. Right. I don't read signs beforehand. I don't presume anything. And uh, then I'm going to be off scot free, and I can just go about my career. I also think you're going to be off scot free. I going to be off scot free. Yeah, I do too. However, what I want to know is whether you set up the system, the system or, system or you didn't. didn't. Right? That's exactly did what. You look, participate I did you participate? Did I participate? Did I make it? Uh, look, like I said, I don't steal. I don't plan to steal. Uh, look, I understand. Look, I understand social structures, right? Like, let's take this podcast for example. You're interviewers. You're here to ask me questions. That's right. Are right. we? Because yeah. you asked- are we? Because look, <laughs> look, are we? You know, you are. Like, you're here to interview me, and I respect that. You're the interviewers, and I would never, I would never presume to change a format. Like, just like in baseball, I would never presume no, to try to guess. To but you seem questions to know before we every ask question before we ask. Yeah. And yeah, that's uh, he yeah, does seem to know every question. Do, yeah, before he seems to know everyone. Yeah, Carlos, is there something you want to tell us about this interview? Is, look, uh, wait a second. You weren't supposed to ask that one. Wait, uh, what? What was that last one? You are you? Did you steal did you, our interview questions? Yeah, we have some prepared. Wait, you guys are going. Here. You're going way off. Hold on. <laughs> you're going way off. This is messing with my head. Did we steal the interview? Tell me, what was it like getting your 3,000 hit? Yeah, it was, uh, look, look, it was really great. It was a wonderful moment. Uh, this is great. We're back. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it felt really great. You know, I, I go in there, I work hard every day, and finally, you know, when you get acknowledgement, it feels really great. It feels like a really great thing. Okay. Uh, can I ask you, how much did you how enjoy much did your I time, enjoy my time playing, playing for the, for the Florida, Florida Marlins? Marlins? I gotcha! Uh, oh, man. That was a mistake. It was a typo on our earlier production sheet. Oh, no. We put those in there just yeah. in case something in like case this could like happen. Just in case this ever happens. Carlos, did you, did you steal our signs? No. I don't steal. What are you talking about? It seems like you do. I don't steal. Why is there someone outside banging on our trash can? What are you talking about? Nobody's banging on the trash can. That's my horse. <laughs> you have a horse. Yeah. What's his name? It has no name. Your horse has no name. <laughs> I rode through the valley with it. On a horse with no name. That's a song. That is yeah. a song. I didn't steal it from a song. What are you talking about? I just made that up myself. <laughs> I mean, it's true. When you have to call your horse, what do you say? I say, uh... Uh, I just am silent and the horse comes to me. 
Well, that check doesn't out. have a name. Yeah. I don't believe you, yeah. Yeah. Carlos. I must say, I'm really, really disappointed. Disappointed, yeah. That's. Uh, I'm your... really disappointed too because look, I just wanted to come in with an honest podcast, clear the air. Seems like there's just a lot of accusations, and you clearly don't know me or understand me. You stole so, our questions. I didn't steal your questions. I just knew what where you were going, and I was respecting the format. Do you have cameras in here? Is that what's happening? Are there cameras? Those are my cameras. You can't. Those are mine. <laughs> no, that doesn't make it yeah, better. You, you have No, no, no. You don't understand. I don't have cameras, but if I did have cameras, they're really expensive and they're mine. <laughs> but I don't. Sounds so, like you do have cameras. So if I did, don't take them, but I don't. He probably saw the whole pre-production meeting when we were going he over what questions we were going to ask. the whole pre-production meeting. What do you mean? It's I've got half a mind to go out there and tell Jean that we will never have you on this podcast Jean. again. It's pronounced Jean. Yeah. See, how did he know that? Right. I would... I would Oh my gosh! How would he know that? I will <laughs> yeah. tell you, I'll tell you this, and this is this is man to man, Carlos. Yeah. Right. We kind of got an unwritten rules around here. Yeah. Sure. And if you go out to Gene to get validated, yeah. I would say, look out for the high hard one, buddy. Yeah. Oh, no. That stamp gonna be coming at your head. Because guess what? We, if you can anticipate our questions because you sit here in the room with us and really make the right read, we could tolerate that. Well, I'll just give but you. But once a word you got of... cameras and whole yeah. systems going, this is not okay. Look, I don't have cameras. I didn't steal your questions, but also, and I'm just making an assumption. If you are doing a professional pre-production meeting, you should probably wear pants. Wow, this That's is actually yeah. fair. I mean, he probably might have been able to figure out that I was not wearing pants. Yeah, yeah. from other means. You know, but. we're going to address that because, as part of a professional workplace, Joel, that's inappropriate. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for your God time today, damn it. Carlos. Are you siding hey. with Carlos Beltran and the pants question? Hey, thank you for my time. And you know what? <laughs> I am going to levy the absolute maximum sports, 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 fine, fine, fine we have. So if you could please pay $5 on the way out. I'm not going to. I didn't do anything wrong. You're going to get a seven-episode ban. Well, catch me if you can. <laughs> and now it's time for another wide world of... Weird sports. Let's talk weird sports. Let's talk weird sports. Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week, Bill? It's, uh, this week's wide world of sports: cave diving. I like it. Cave diving. Mm, that sounds like more dangerous than cave diving. I mean, usually diving. when people do diving, it's into water. Cave diving. Oh, uh, it, maybe this is diving within a cave, though. Cave diving is an underwater oh. diving into water-filled caves. It may be done as an extreme sport, a way of exploring flooded caves for scientific investigation, or to search for and recovery of divers. I love that that cross-section of, it can be an extreme sport, it can be for scientific analysis, right. or what was the third one? Or to save uh, people who or are... Or to save some know. lives. Yeah, save, save idiots who did it as an extreme sport. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. The equipment used uh, varies depending on circumstances and ranges from breath hold to surface applied. Yeah. Yeah, there's people who cave dive holding their breath. So this they is when you're die. in a cave with yeah. water and you're just diving down like you're that. This isn't down. like you're you're not like cliff cave diving. You can't you can't No, but right? you gotta yeah. something has to propel you down through the cave. Your feet. Your, your feet, feet with your feet with flippies. Flippies. I read yeah. a book once about the people who are like trying to go to like the bottom of the deepest cave in the world. Yeah. And they describe a lot of the cave diving and it was terrifying. 
It's like pitch black. You don't know what's in the other end of this cave. And those fish yeah. that live by those heat vents, yeah. Yeah. they're weird. Right. They look weird. And, and they got the fish with the little light dangle yeah. in front of their face. Bad they're news. Like, like swimming into these like tiny like chambers and passages where you don't know what's at the end of them. So you might very well reach a point where you're like, okay, now we have to try and swim backwards because there's no room to turn around. Right. That is an extreme sport. Yeah. yeah. Or a way to rescue lost divers. Or that is scientific a, analysis. Right, exactly. That is a deep, like, psychological mental issue that you're working out in the worst conceivable way. Well, Joel, this actually is a good segue, because I'm going to skip ahead to hazards. Yeah. <laughs> Let's talk about hazards. Cave. I think we got the first bit. Yeah. You're diving in caves. Understood. Right. Well, that you just nailed the whole section, but yeah. let's let's elaborate. Cave diving is one of the most challenging and potentially dangerous kinds of diving or caving and presents many hazards. Cave diving is a form of penetration diving. <laughs> who who named that? What? Penetration diving? Uh, meaning that an uh, that in an emergency, a diver cannot swim vertically to the surface due to the cave ceiling, so they must swim the entire way back out. Penetration diving means that you're in something where your head's covered. I think there's many other things that you could have called that that would not be so horrible. Why is penetration diving so horrible? No surface diving. Yep. Boom. There we go. <laughs> Done. The un- the underwater navigation through a cave system may be difficult, and exit routes may be at a considerable distance, requiring the diver to have sufficient breathing gas to make the journey. <laughs> breathing gas is yeah. a funny phrase. It's an odd. No, not that. That's not breathing gas. <laughs> uh, visibility can vary from nearly unlimited to low or non-existent. So from unlimited to none. Right, yeah. from from all to none. You know how normally yeah. you're like, oh, eventually my eyes will adjust to the dark? But see, not if there's literally no light. Right. If you're in a cave underground. Yeah, I can go from one extreme to the other in a single dive. Yeah. Well, uh, less... Some, ca- some caves are really bright in places? Well, you're like, the surface is bright, and then you go down, and it gets real dark. Mm. And your eyes are like, I can't adjust. I see those little spots. It's tough. Well, a less intensive kind of diving called cavern diving does not take divers beyond the reach of natural light and is typically no deeper than 100 feet and penetration not further than 200 feet. Mm. True cave diving can involve penetrations of many thousands of feet. God, I hate those I, pussy uh, cavern divers. See, right? I, see, that feels more my speed. I think I could do some cavern diving. Yeah. No way, man. I only cave dive. Yeah. Uh, me and Island Joel uh, went uh, snorkeling and fed uh, turtles little pieces oh, of fishy yeah. meat. We it's didn't really good. go snorkeling though. No, I, I like tried using it, under. and then I was just sort of like, "Oh, the water in the Bahamas is perfectly clear." Yeah. And I had like a hundred and one temperature, so I just hung out with the turtles, being yeah. like, "Ugh." Uh, but I still I had ditched fun. the mask like immediately. I was like, "There's no point in this." We went on a very romantic trip together. We did. Yeah. <laughs> we really did. Uh, caves can carry strong water currents. Yeah, most caves emerge in the surface as either springs or siphons. Springs have outflowing currents where water is coming up out of the earth and flowing across the surface, but siphons have inflowing currents where, for example, an ab- above ground river is going under da- underground. Oh God! So and that it could, sucks like, you in. Pull you deeper. Yeah. <laughs> right. Joel's afraid. It's like Joel's get... never going to these places, and he's still afraid. Uh, a toilet is a siphon. 
Mine sucks you in. I feel claustrophobic just hearing about this. Boy, Phil, you're a real siphon head. Ooh. Cave diving has been perceived as one of the most deadly sports in the world. This perception may be exaggerated because the majority of divers who have lost their lives in caves have either not undergone specialized training or have inadequate equipment for the environment. They're a yeah. bunch of amateurs. Yeah, those are two things that you don't want to do. Yeah. Have inadequate training and bad equipment. And also, motherfuckers... There's no reliable worldwide database listing all cave diving fatalities. You know, as much as they talk about collecting data on gun violence, I think this has got to be priority one. Yeah. Yeah. I got to know more about cave diving safety. Sure, it would be nice if we could reduce gun violence, but if we can start saving some of those cave divers. I need more good guy cave divers. Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily, this this has a happy ending. A good guy in a cave dive will protect all of us (laughs) from the Balrog. Sure. Uh, happy ending, though, that most cave divers recognize the general rules contributing factors of safe cave diving because of a 1979 publication by Sheck Exley called Basic Cave Diving, A Blueprint for Survival. Oh, So they're all reading that. Old Shexley. Right. Sheck Exley if, really saved a lot of lives. I would say it's very odd. If, if your sports uh, like guide called like Basic, the name of sport, a guide to survival. Right. <laughs> it's kind of an odd subtitle on a book. Well, you know, he, he broke down to five should be things like he needed. Right? Sheck was like, he was smart. He's like, people aren't going to remember them the five, so I'm sticking to these five. One, training. Okay. Got to have your training. Two, a guideline. Yeah. Try to get back to the boat without a guideline. Not going to do it. I don't think there's boats. Three, How depth a- rules. Got to know. Depth rules. You got to know or else you're going to you're going to not have enough gas or whatever. You don't want to come off as shallow to your fellow cavers. Yeah, exactly. For breathing gas management, you can't start panicking. The gas can all go away. And then five, say it with me. Having a light fun. source. Oh, oh, yeah, oh yeah, fun, a light source. Yeah. yeah, I guess that's also important, but that's good. People don't usually mention six, which was a spirit crystal, but that's because Sheck was a little bit of an oddball. <laughs> and that brings us into another wide world of weird sports. Oh, Joel just made fun of spirit crystals. It's really, really important to begin with the chakras. Systems of podcast down the springs of clothes. Sports. 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 Podcast. Before we go, we're going to bring back Carlos Beltran. Hey, I'm back. Uh, could you yeah. read uh, right here our contact information? All right. You can find us on Twitter by going to twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. It's twitter.com slash sports number three podcast. And while you're there, make sure to see the tweet that says, on this week's episode of Sports, Sports, Sports Podcast, Carlos Beltran clears the air about the scandals with the Astros. We didn't send that tweet. No, we did not send that you tweet. Will. Were we going to send <gasps> that tweet? Oh, my God. Or you can find us on Facebook. We're going to Facebook.com slash Sports Number 3 Podcast. That's Facebook.com slash Sports Number 3 Podcast. And uh, while you're there, uh, uh, they're, you know, you got to watch out because they're stealing your signs. Facebook? On Facebook? Yeah, they're stealing your signs. I'm not oh, the I bad mean, guy. I mean, they're stealing our information. But. Or you can find us on anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast. It's anchor.fm slash sports number three podcast. And listen to podcasts. It's good for your ears. Thank you, Carlos. Hey, guys. Joel. Joel. I'm trying to say something that Carlos... Bye, Joel. Joel.